Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. So the edict has been sent out around the land of Persia that the Jews will be exterminated. This edict comes from King Ahasuerus as he was manipulated by Haman, who hates Mordecai, hates the Jewish people, to exterminate the Jews. And that's where we're at in chapter 4 of Esther. We're going to read the whole thing, starting with verse 1. When Mordecai learned all that had been done, Mordecai tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city, and he cried out with a loud and bitter cry. He went up to the entrance of the king's gate, for no one was allowed to enter the king's gate clothed in sackcloth. And in every province, wherever the king's command and decree had reached, there was a great mourning among the Jews with fasting and weeping and lamenting, and many of them lay in sackcloth and ashes. The sackcloth and ashes thing, by the way, is a way of mourning and grieving. And so we're in in verse 4. When Esther's young women and her eunuchs came and told her, the queen was deeply distressed. She sent garments to clothe Mordecai so that he might take off his sackcloth, but he would not accept them. Then Esther called for Hathach, one of the king's eunuchs, which had been appointed to attend her, and ordered him to go to Mordecai and learn what this was and all about and why it was. Hathach went out to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of the king's gate, and Mordecai told him all that had happened to him, the exact sum of money that Haman had promised to pay the king's treasuries for the destruction of the Jews. Mordecai also gave him a copy of the written decree issued in Susa for their destruction that he might show it to Esther and explain to her and command her to go to the king and beg his favor and plead with him on behalf of her people. And Hathach went and told Esther what Mordecai had said. Then Esther spoke to Hathach and commanded him to go to Mordecai and say, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is but one law to be put to death, except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter so that he may live. But as for me, I have not been called to come into the king these 30 days. So Esther has been the queen to Ahasuerus for five or six years by now. It's obvious that his love for her is waning. And it's she's out of the loop. She doesn't know all the details. So this in-between person, this Hathach, this eunuch, who's going back and forth between Mordecai and Esther is filling her in on what Mordecai can tell her about how the situation is and how it came to be. And Mordecai saying, you got to go plead before the king, your king, your husband, in order to spare us. And Esther says, well, I haven't been called in to see him for 30 days. So this is kind of an icy relationship, maybe. But this is what needs to happen if the Israelites are going to be spared. Verse 12, and they told Mordecai what Esther had said. And Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, do not think to yourself, that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, Go gather all the Jews to be found in Susa and hold a fast on my behalf. Do not eat or drink for three nights, night or day. And I and my young women will also fast as you do. 
Then I will go talk to the king, though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Mordecai then went and did everything as Esther had ordered. So if Esther goes into the inner court and the king doesn't offer his golden scepter, the rule is that she dies, even if she's the queen. And if this is an icy relationship, that's a realistic outcome to this situation. This is a this bottom section, this last few verses 12 through 17 that we've read. These are iconic in scripture. First of all, you've got Mordecai saying that if you keep silent, Esther, at this time, God will raise up relief and deliverance for his people. So Mordecai is displaying great faith here. He trusts God is going to preserve the Jews. It's just the question is, Esther, what role might he be calling you to play right now? And he's trying to drive this home to her. I was just in a couple conversations today where this similar kind of discernment is going place, going on in my mind. And I know the same thing's taking place in your life. So one of them was a group of people need a leader. And I'm trying to discern if this is a situation where I am being called by God to step up and be their leader. And I don't know. And if I don't, I know that God will raise up a leader, but maybe I've been brought to this situation for such a time as this. Another conversation I had a little bit ago was about a business opportunity that would allow me to provide for my family in a, in a better way. And by the way, I'm not quitting my job or anything like that. But the question is, yes, uh, the Lord's going to provide for my family. He has for years and years. I don't doubt that one bit. But am I being called in this specific time for such a time as this to step into this role so that the Lord can provide for us through this particular opportunity? I don't know. And that's kind of the that's kind of the challenge of discerning what God's calling us to. I know that you who are listening are in the midst of making decisions about what is the Lord calling you to. And yes, God is sovereign. He ordains all things. He orchestrates all the details of our lives. There's no question about that. And in a sense, those things are going to go on regardless of what we decide to do. But in another sense, he chooses to use humans and to use us as we make decisions in our everyday lives to accomplish his purpose. So we need to constantly be discerning, praying for wisdom about how we should respond to the different choices, decisions, opportunities he puts before us each day. There's another great aspect of this. When Esther finally is resolved that this is in fact what I've been called to do, she says, I'm going to go see the king, though it's against the law. And if I perish, I perish. One of the things that this coronavirus time has caused in us that I don't think is good is we've been too focused on preserving our own lives at all costs. Now, we want to be smart with how we live. We don't want to be willy-nilly irresponsible in a way that would bring about destruction to our lives or others. But at the same time, we don't want to be so focused on everything has to be just right. There can't be any risks involved for me to do what God's called me to do. That's certainly not the case with Esther. And so, Lord, would you help us to discern your will? Would you help us to know when you're calling us into a situation for such a time as this or when we should be standing down? And Lord, would you help us to appropriately value our life, but not overvalue our life? Someday we're going to die. We're going to come spend eternity with you. That's going to be great. Until then, help us hold loosely to our lives so that we can be available to do for you whatever it is you want us to do for your glory, for your name, for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray it in his name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. 
First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.